the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Oh, man. Where do I start? How many, um, I know this is a single group, but we might have some people that are like in a relationship or married. So if you're single, raise your, raise your hand. Uh, okay, and then uh, married folks? Yeah. Oh, right. so there are a few. Okay, cool. Very and, well. Uh, it's well, very good. I, I'm, I'm laughing because we did a singles group about a couple of weeks ago on Saturday night. And so we asked them, and there was, you know, like a, a bunch of singles. They're like 99% single. We were like, okay, if you're single, raise your hand. They were like, <laughs> and we were thinking, um, y'all ought to be happy right now. Man, because when you're single, you can go and get up at 2 o'clock in the morning yes. and go to the refrigerator and get you some ice cream right. and eat it in your sleep eat and then just go back to bed, you know? And you don't have a spouse to tell you that you just, you're, you're just thirsty to get some water. Right? And come back to bed. Yes, dear. <laughs> you don't even have to pick out. Man, I love being, well, I know, you know, one of the perks of being married is, man, I, I don't, I haven't had to pick out a movie. I don't have to, one menu at the restaurant, we go to a restaurant, we only need one menu. And um, my clothes, she picks out all my clothes. Guys, it, it's, it's easy street. Right? <laughs> so what you're saying, and what really happens is when we go to the restaurant, and then he'll say, oh, man, I think I want a bacon double cheeseburger. <laughs> With chili cheese fries. Yes, chili cheese fries. I'm like, no, baby, you feel like a tofurkey burger. <laughs> Sweet potato fries. And everything on the side. That's right. So, yeah, we see it changes. So, be happy. Because, so, you know what? Married people want to be single. And single people want to be married. You know what? That's what Joyce Meyer says. And the bright saying, be content where you are. Be full of joy where you are. Because when you're not, that's when you make the mistakes. You know, when you're trying so hard to be married or trying so hard to find somebody, um, you know, that's what, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have A-D-D-O-M-G. All right, so I'm just being, you know. We're all over the place. So we're married, y'all. So I guess you, you know that now. So we're, we're married. We've been married a long time. Uh, we've, we've been married over 40 years. Woo! Well, not to each other, but in all of our combined marriages. See, that's why all you singles are getting it right now. Okay, y'all don't need to have 40 years like that. You well, we had one in a row. Of marriage. I mean, right. added them all up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really is 40 up. years of marriage. We're we could win a prize for most times married. Most times married. I, for sure. right. I hate when they give it to the longest. Who's been married the 50 years? They always win the prize. I'm like, hey. Like, hey, we've been married the most. <laughs> five times. <laughs> so we've um, actually been married. And some of y'all thought 40 years of law school. That's what really makes me hurt right now. <laughs> so we've been married 15. Well, we've been together 15 years. We were, we've been married, godly married for 13 years. We shacked for two. <laughs> okay. So don't judge. <laughs> some judging right here. And you know, we weren't going to church then. We weren't. Um, we, we like to say BC, and people at church always go, oh, before Christ. And we're like, no, before commitment. <laughs> so yeah, we weren't uh, committing to anything at that point. Um, but we've been happily married now for about nine seven years. years. <laughs> seven years. <laughs> 
few of those years. Yeah, not in a row. Not in a row. But but in the last few years, it got happier, okay? So we didn't start real happy. And so I know you guys are single, and I'm laughing because he's saying, you know, the married people, I mean, the single people get feel left out and, um, you know, be in church because of the married people and that everything is for them. So I know. Let's invite the married couple to come talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) Great. They're like, yay. Yes. Another married couple telling us how to be married again. Yes. So we just, we do give you help. We're going to give y'all hope because we're going to kind of just kind of let y'all see a little bit into our life. And and you're going to, we want you to know that just like Toks, we we just want to give it up for Toks and Dana because the fact that if they have just been so faithful to this ministry for so long, that's how much their hearts believe it. I mean, they're married. They can be on doing the married thing, you know, in the marriage ministry, but they understand how important it is to, um, to do, to, to get your hearts right, to be prepared. Tell me the saying again. For your, prepare singles for wholesome relationships. Prepare singles for wholesome relationships. We didn't go to that class, y'all. <laughs> so just saying, we missed that one before we got married. I was just heathen, no, or, heathen or something. It wasn't, there wasn't no wholesomeness going on. There wasn't no wholesomeness going on. There wasn't even a whole person. I mean, Richard and I were so broken. We were broke, too. But we were so broken that, because, you know, broken finds broken. That's, that's what happens, you know. And healthy finds healthy. And so you see these people who get in relationships. I was one of them who was convinced that I was healthy and that Richard was broken. I knew I was broken, but I thought she was healthy. Because I was shiny. I was shinier. You know, I could like pretend. And so I really thought, though, in my heart that I was wholesome, whole, not not wholesome, wholesome too. Uh, I thought I was whole and I thought that I was going to help him. I was going to fix him and I was going to, you know, get him on the right track. But I didn't realize how broken I was along the way when I was trying to fix him and pointing all these fingers at him and going to God and saying, you know, fix Richard and Richard and if you would just do this, things would be great. That I wasn't even that Proverbs 31 woman. If he had become that Mighty man of God. You're about a 28 or 29. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not quite there yet. <laughs> um, but I just, I remember praying that, you know, God, I want him to be a mighty man of God. And I would just pray these, you know, powerful prayers. And one day, God just spoke to my heart. And it was like, um, if he becomes that man, he's going to be like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> because he isn't going to be with you. If that's because you're not at that level where you're wanting him to be. You guys can't sustain yourselves at that level until you get your own self right. So, don't leave. Yeah, we're already I, scared of mom. I promise we'll get better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I want to tell a little, we'll give you a little background because some of y'all don't know our story, but Richard and I did, did meet 15 years ago. It was a Memorial Day weekend, there was a big party going on, um, it was at the beach, and um, there was this big group of people, and it was my sister had a party, and so there was all these people on the beach, and there was this man in the middle, and he didn't have a shirt on, okay? It was the beach. He was sunburned, smelled like fish. <laughs> he was really loud and obnoxious, and he was extremely drunk. And I remember telling my sister, I was like, what is that? 
redneck. You're already falling in love with him. <laughs> oh, I was like, he's got to go. He's got a drinking problem. You know, no, I did. I did have a drink. I had a stopping problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah couldn't stop. So that's kind of how it started that weekend, and um, it wasn't like attraction. Like we were looking at each other, going, "Okay, you and me." We were. We just. Uh-huh. I was. I was all like, yeah, me and you. <laughs> and, and all I kept telling him was, don't let me party too much, okay? Watch my back. Because I had been married. Well, was my, I was married the second time. But I had been married. <laughs> second time I was married for like 15 years. And so I hadn't been out on the prowl for a long, long time. And so this was like, woo, I was free that weekend, my first weekend out. And I was, you know going to go and have a good time. And so I wanted Richard to watch my back. That was the whole reason. I was like, none of this was going on, but I didn't know he was like looking at me like that. I just thought, well, he would kind of watch my back and he'd make sure I didn't get in any trouble. You know, I didn't go off with somebody or do something I shouldn't do. And so that's kind of how we did. We just kind of pinky promised that we would just kind of watch out for each other and um, never say never because a couple of weeks later we went on a date and then we pinky promised on that date that we would never get married. And I thought, that's great. I got one that will ne- never wants to get married because marriage just breaks people, breaks families up, you know, and it's just destructive. And and that's the world that we lived in. That's what we thought, you know, and we couldn't have been further from the truth because marriage is the closest thing to heaven that you will ever see on this earth. And, you know, God wants to get the glory for taking people and making them what he wants them to be in a marriage. And we have a problem letting that go. We just want to change. And the other person, well, if the other person, if she would just see, if she, you know, I remember praying, you know, she wanted me to pray. Well, first off, when we first started going to church, you know, she would, she would tell me, she, and I, I, I don't know what to read. She goes, well, here, read, read Revelations. You know, <laughs> so, you know. Hey, scare him into Jesus. Yeah, everybody loves scary Jesus, you know. <laughs> And uh, I just remember reading Revelations, and I I was scared. I'm like, I got to get myself right. And I go, Sherry, it could happen tomorrow. You know what? And then I go, What do I do now? What? And she goes, uh, Read Left Behind series. So, so yeah, I am. Oh, you really yeah, I did. But anyway, anyway so that, so that, that, we should tell you all don't don't let us forget. We'll we'll tell you the rapture story. Yeah. We have a rapture story, not the not the rapture, real rapture story, but our rapture story. Yeah, we don't want to know the, the real rapture. That hadn't happened yet. Right, okay, right. But there's still, still story about it. I mean, a lot of people talked about it. So, yeah. so um, we were thinking back about all that, and I remember our first date. Okay, so some of y'all are single, and y'all are thinking about, like, your first date. Okay, do me a favor. First date. Don't lie. Okay, we perpetrated on our first date. Whenever we go to marriage conferences, we tell them, "So we perpetrated on our first date." Any of y'all perpetrate? And they're all like, oh, oh, "We're in church." We waited till our wedding night. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, "Did you lie?" And so we lied, y'all. We brought our A game. You know? Okay, some of y'all are married. Did y'all bring your A game on your like first date? Like, no. no? We prayed for each other. You told the street. You told the truth. Yeah. You didn't tell about your student loan. You told him your student loan. <laughs> some of the truth and we kind of uh, what's that word when you make it bigger like the truth you embellish the story okay yes so did he (laughs) so we embellished so 
Our very first date, I was Mary Kay sales, sales director, okay? And so I told Richard, I'm a Mary Kay sales director. And she had the suits and the car, and I'm just like, should me, mama. <laughs> I could be a stay-at-home husband and dad. <laughs> and uh, Richard told me he was a, he owned a construction business. And so, or he had a construction company. That's what he said. Companies sound way bigger than business. He said he had a construction company. And so I thought, sugar daddy. Because, <laughs> you know, I've been married before. This one was for money. That's why I decided. And so I thought, hmm. And so I didn't, what he didn't tell me is that he had only put in um, two ceiling fans. Uh, and he'd only owned the company for a week. <laughs> yeah, forgot that little part. Forgot that little part. Well, think about it on our first date. If I'm like, well, I'm unemployed. You know, I don't have any meaningful gains of support. You know, I guess we'll just be living off of Mary Kay money. You know, I think that might have been our last date, right? So when she, I'm a Mary Kay seller. Well, I own a construction company. You know, made the conversation. You know, we were equals. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah, but you know what? And being transparent and being open and honest, um, since that's what you're being. She did not tell me that Mary Kay was looking for her car. <laughs> Evidently, you had to sell product to keep yes. that bad boy. Right? I'm like, yes, okay. Now I understand why she parked it down the street. She told me she needed the exercise, all right? But uh, Mary Kay was looking for her car. Um, so, yeah, are we giving y'all hope so far? Okay, so this is the whole thing. When we do this for married couples, we're telling them because we don't want them to give up and we want them to stick with it no matter how bad it is. So we're telling you guys two words, okay? No projects. Okay? Y'all remember that single, no projects. That means no projects. Unless you have like, they're like, well, look at you and Richard, and you have such a great story. Yeah, that's 15 years. 15 years. Do you have 15 years? Why are you pointing years? at me? Why are you saying <laughs> 15 <laughs> years. You keep doing this. Because you know what? We haven't arrived yet, y'all. We have a lot of baggage. We have a lot of stuff. We are definitely on the right road, and we have come a long way. But we still have issues. We can still work things out. There's still things that we have, and more things than, than had we prepared and done it wholesome and done things the right way. I mean, you know, we we're, we kid around about the, you know, shacking up, but you know what, if we could do it differently, if we could go back and change it, that's the number one thing we would have changed. Because and now we have kids. So now we have kids that are in their 20s and 30s saying, well, y'all did it. <laughs> Yay. But we tell them, you know, we wish that we hadn't done it. You know, there's some things that you can learn. Because 85% of people who live together Never get married. Isn't that interesting? You know what your mom used to say? Why buy the cow? The milk is free. You know, that's a true thing, right? My mom never told me that. <laughs> My dad did. <laughs> but, you know, that's so true. And I think, and, and we hear couples that are living together, and I know we're in the world now is just so different, and everybody's, like, okay with so many things, and you see all the social media, and you think, well, you know, we're going to try it out first, give it a test run, you wouldn't buy a car without trying it out, and all those things. But it, if we were really meant to be married, right. we work out. We'll, wait. we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, and they'll go, let's wait and, and get things right, and then we'll get married. They have the right intention, but do you think the devil's ever going to let you just have things so great between you that they're like, okay, he's like, yeah, now it's time for y'all to get married. That's not how it works. It never, and so 85% of people that um, live together never get married, and then the statistic, I don't even remember anymore how high it is, but it's like in the 80s, of people who live together before marriage that don't stay married. And they do get, if they do get married, they don't stay married. Isn't that interesting? So I guess test driving, it's not always the 
That's the way to go, right? The way to go. Um, so did any of you, okay, so our married couples, let me see you again, married couples. Okay, so I have a question. Did you guys pray for your spouse? I know you did. I know y'all, because y'all didn't. Y'all were all wholesome. Okay, so we for the rest of y'all, did anybody pray for their spouse? We went to this class, and we prayed, and we did Did y'all pray? Yeah. Well, bless your heart. That is so godly and sweet. Like we're in church or something. Yes. Well, I prayed. But it turns out you got to be specific. Because <laughs> I prayed that God would bring me a man on a white horse. He'd sweep me off my feet. My hair would be blowing in the wind. And he showed up in a white Bronco. And no air conditioning. <laughs> That's a true story. My hair was blowing in the wind. It so was. Yes, God answered prayer. <laughs> Give me the desires of my heart. Um, man, what else? Thank you, promised. Yeah. Oh, and then, okay. what are you going to talk about? I was just going to say about how when we got together, we were a blended family. So when I met Richard, my daughter was graduating from high school, and his daughter was graduating from preschool. <laughs> God is so funny. Isn't he funny? Yeah. Sense of humor. Right. Yeah. Some people get his and her towels. We got his and her kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, and one thing that we didn't even know until we did the blended family series with uh, Pastor Jimmy was that if you're in a blended family, everything that, that goes along with first time marriage, right now there's more blended family marriages than there are first time marriages. And that there is 10 times, you need 10 times more grace. 10 times more mercy, 10 times more forgiveness. It's 10 times harder, you know, because there's different avenues now that are flowing. Now there's exes, there's ex-in-laws, and now you're busier. It makes your life even busier because there's more to do. And I remember when we were trying to, to do our own thing, how hard it was because we were trying to please everybody. We didn't want anybody mad at us. Um, so we were trying to do, you know, make everybody happy, and the only people that were suffering were Sherry and I and the kids. And, and we didn't even tell the story about our proposal. So we would, you know, we had pinky promise that we weren't going to get married, right? So um, I thought Richard needed Jesus, so we, I took him to church. <laughs> and because um, we have a lot of issues, we have a lot of problems in our in our in our life. And so um, we went to church, and uh, lo and behold, that Sunday, Pastor was talking about living together. No, we've been at that church 14 years, and he has never spoken another sermon about living together, but it was for us that night, <laughs> or that morning. And so he said, uh, if she's good enough to live with, she's good enough to marry. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.